Welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. My mom, Harmony, is here, and we're here for you. Do you have questions? Do you have concerns? Do you just need some relief and joy? Do you need some new sweatpants? Whatever it is, <laughs> we'll cover it today. So thanks for joining us. Um, let's start, Mom, with, uh, well, first of all, I guess, well, we'll deal with your mask later. You're having some trouble tying well, your yeah, mask. Well, yeah, because the directions are very confusing. Yeah, but if anybody, you know, I, I feel like the stakes are pretty high for you to have cute masks after your sweatshirt last week, your social distancing well, expert. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I got this cute mask, and the money goes to Second Harvest, which is really nice. Um, it's all baseballs, so that I can at least pretend baseball is still around. Yeah. But. It didn't have the normal loops, and it oh, told how goodness. to cut it. I mean, if you guys, if you it. could <laughs> have witnessed the FaceTime call last night with my mother, and then even the 12-year-old is trying to help her. It's I, the simple things. Well, and maybe we'll get I, through it. Let's be honest, Mom. It's all about messing up your hair. This is what you're just going to well, have to work through. No, I understand that, and I'm okay with that. But I just can't figure out. I don't want it around my head. I want it around my ears, mm-hmm. and I just need a little... Help. A little tutorial would be really okay. good. Okay. All right. We'll see what we can do Thank for you, you there. Um, and we're here to help you if you're looking for resources or if you have ideas. Um, so a lot of questions this week um, just about, you know, what local retailers can do, what they are doing. The Minnesota Retailers Association issued a step-by-step plan for re- for how they think local businesses can safely reopen. Right. And the first thing that they are calling for is a provision from the state saying it's okay for everyone to do curbside and delivery. Now, the interesting thing about that is it kind of made us in the TCB Mag newsroom, virtual newsroom, um, you know, pause and then talk to some retailers because we know and we've been reporting for the last several weeks that a lot of stores are already doing curbside. So how is that? Well, what the retail association, Bruce Newstead, what he said to us is if you read the current um, state orders, Mm -hmm. non-essential retailers do not have the um, authorization to do curbside. So, for example, you mean... I won't give any names out, but a store that sells art supplies. Well, so the issue is this kind of gray area of what's essential and what isn't. And I think a lot of the locals are feeling like, wait a second, these big box stores are open. The craft stores, the, you know, I mean, the the big box stores that sell all this stuff. Why can't they, you know, they're so. So look, we talked. I, I went right to. Patina, because Patina... That's an unusual situation, because they've never been an online presence. Well, they have. They used... Here's the crazy, crazy thing about Patina. They, years ago, did have a website, and they did do e-commerce, and they made what seemed at the time, and I remember writing the story, a very sort of contrarian decision to stop doing e-commerce. Right, I remember And the reason they did it at the time is because they said, look, you know, people don't understand, but running a website for a small business is like running another store, and the resources and time and expense that it takes to do that, they decided... Our the heart and soul of our business is experience and being a local neighborhood store. And so they stopped doing e-commerce. And now Very here long we are. Ago? 
Several years ago, oh, yeah. Okay. So now here we are. But Patina, um, they took a few weeks of no income. Literally, I mean, it's just you can't really begin. It's 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 the rent, it's the employees. But in the case of Patina, you know, a lot of what they have in their stores, they are creating, they're producing, they work with manufacturers overseas and make that merchandise. They're already receiving goods for Christmas. Wow. Like they can't stop it. Like yeah, it's coming. It's in order. They owe bills. You know, I mean, it is it is more money and loss than you can fathom. And so they kind of slowly ramped up. They tested out for Easter doing curbside at a couple of stores. And now they're doing it at all of their stores. And I asked point blank. I mean, I talked to Christine Ward, known her for years, you know, love that business and said, right. I just I'm trying to understand, like, why can you guys do this if the Retailers Association is saying it's not really loud? She said, well, we interpret our goods as essential we sell soap we sell cleaning oh. supplies we sell office goods foods they have food in there yes she said we have perishable plants that they you know the whole front yeah. of the store think about so i mean all these things and all these other retailers that have been allowed i mean so their it's interpretation confusing. is yeah we can do it she has been in touch with the retailers association she wrote a letter to the governor kind of making the case and actually advocating for stores to be held to certain standards saying you know what if you want to come and see that we've put up plexiglass that we're doing distancing like if that we're taking these steps she thinks like that's reasonable that stores could be held to those kinds of standards right, even with receipts and all that right not that you've done your card and all of that exactly yeah. that you have touchless checkout and all of those things so anyway um you know i think you know just think about it when you're whenever whatever you're buying you know it's funny because she was saying another thing i hadn't thought about is what a big month may is oh sure but think mother's about it day. mother's day graduation yeah. father's day she said um the owner patina that may literally sustains them through until the holidays wow that's Ooh. how important may can be yeah. for a smaller you know gift retailer yeah so um you know she said we would like to say that moms are essential I think I we like can agree and I, I hear her and yep. I agree. Yep. And I just think, you know, when you're thinking about like ordering that little something, take the extra step and think about how you can order it from someone local instead of just they, automatically a, going to Amazon. Can a store like Patina um, ship things for you as well? Um, if you, I, I'm just thinking, for example, you know, if you have a, a, a mother or a daughter or whatever out of town, right. that you want to send something to, can they ship it You know it what? We'll you? have to call and ask. I'm not sure about that. What they have been doing until they get their website up and they're expect, I mean, they literally are throwing together an e-commerce sure. site that they can use and they'll have it up. I think in the next week, what they've been doing right now is posting things on social media so that you can be like, Oh wow, those are cute. And then you call and they will personal shop with you they will they will um send you photos of things they'll go back and forth the same way that your um instacart person did at the grocery store that time yeah. your first one oh, the first one your first really good one. experience right? yes it was, it was like, like calling you and right. saying what do you want yeah, yeah. so that's pictures? that's right. what patina is doing and i think that's what a lot of local retailers are doing the cutest thing i've seen this week is local retailers doing neighborhood deliveries on bicycles Oh, really? <laughs> Isn't that cute? Oh. Yeah, 
this a few yeah. stores. Bean and Row was doing that. The owners were out on bicycles. Well, they're getting a little fresh air and exercise yeah. as well as keeping the business going. Keeping it local. It's good for the environment. Right. It's good for everyone. That's so, a good thing. Yes. So anyway, we have a story on tcbmag.com if you want to understand more. But um, but the Retailers Association has this list that they've you know been kind of proposing to the state. And this is becoming like the, the Minnesota Chamber of Commerce did the same things where all the businesses are saying, okay, we get it. We have to be able to get back to work yep. when it, when, you know, when the governor says that it's safe um, or, you know, safe enough. Here are the steps that we're all willing to take to yeah. make sure that we're it's protecting a very each confusing other. time. And it's a very confusing time because you see one state doing one thing, right. and one another. And I just would like to give a shout out to Governor Walls because I think he's been a terrific yep. leader. Yeah. All of this. Well, and then you think about businesses that are in multiple states. And oh, so then right. they've got to figure yeah. out what they can do in one state, which is different than what they can do in another state. Um, I feel like this week there was more. I mean, obviously, we've been seeing retail hurt by all of this. But this week felt like a real blow, like real realities were settling in of how how many stores might not come back. Yeah. Um, Neiman Marcus expected to file for bankruptcy. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing. They're trying to raise $600 million in emergency financing. Yes. Um, your friend, uh, Vanessa Friedman, I know you're a big fan of yes, Vanessa Friedman at the New York Times. Yep. I try not to take that personally, but that's okay. She's very oh, good at what she does. Oh, well, yes, I, It's not that I pick <laughs> okay. her over you. It's all good. She's very smart. And she was on, I listened to a conversation that she had yesterday um, with New York Times has a show called Deal Book. It's a, it's a newsletter and they're doing these audio conversations, which I kind of appreciate. They said they're specifically doing them audio, not Zoom, so that like you can do other things while you're listening. Oh. And indeed I did. I did dishes and oh, I listened good. to them last night. Fun. The glamorous Fun. life, yes. the glamorous Friday night, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, they were just talking about, and, and we hit on this a little bit last week, too, that it isn't just like, okay, fashion shows are canceled. You think about all of the, the different things that connect that entire ecosystem of the industry from all the people who who from the magazines that are sustained by the advertisements by the retailers and the fashion brands and you know and then that goes back and then go to the shows that aren't going to happen and the, the collections the that are right it's the, just on and on and on but one of the big takeaways was just about you know stores and thinking that Look, a lot of these stores, they're too overextended. And the department store had been losing relevancy already. And maybe Vanessa actually said, she's like, maybe it wouldn't be so bad if there was one Neiman Marcus. And it was a really special experience and you traveled to it. And when you were in, you know, Dallas, you you went to see Neiman Marcus and maybe we don't need, you know, hundreds of these units. But what happens if they disappear? We'll talk a little bit about that and what the um, founders of American Dream, who also own Mall of America, are saying about the future of retail um, and some uh, little dishing on Anna Wintour. She's always good for the drama. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. That's kind of catchy. That's 21 Pilots. Is it new, Hope? 
I believe so. It's yeah. the first time I'm hearing well, it. I'm hearing quarantine I know. in it, so I'm, it's amazing. I've heard a lot of songs with like a lot six of, feet. And yes. A lot of people have been writing A lot songs, of new music. Yeah, you know, I think right. partly because they're in quarantine. Exactly. And partly just, yes. you know, Alicia Keys has a new song. Oh, I have to listen yeah. to that one. Is that in the is that in the lineup? Here I haven't seen it yet here, but I know it's out. Okay, yeah. yes. all right, we'll try to find that. Uh, you're listening to Shop Girls. I'm Allie Kaplan. My mom, Harmony Kaplan, is here as well. We were talking just about you know beginning to comprehend the the ramifications on the retail industry and what it's going to mean for us going forward what is shopping going to look like will we go back to a mall would you go back to a mall right now i'm really curious feel free to give us a call at 651-641-1071 if the malls were open how would you feel I, I, would you that's go something i would well you know even small stores i mean would you wear a mask would you feel comfortable trying clothes on well, that, okay, so that was something that I was thinking about last night as I was listening. I was saying earlier that I was listening to a deal book interview. It's a show that New York, the New York Times does and an e- a daily email that's about, um, you know, money and retail and, and um, consumerism. And they were talking to Vanessa Friedman, who is the fashion critic for the New York Times, and asking her, like, you know, why do people even go shopping anymore? You can find it all online. And she said, you know, shopping for her is about discovery. It's about seeing what a buyer from a particular store picked out of all the collections, how they're putting it together. It's about discovery. But I was thinking, you know, it's I think about it now every time I pick up a carton of eggs or whatever, how many other hands have been on this? And you think about it with clothes and with non-essential things. How are you going to feel about trying on clothes in a store, let alone, you know, kind of rifling through racks of things. There's a lot of touch involved in going to a store. I think it's going to take a long time. Yeah. I feel comfortable. Um, Lisa's on the line and has some thoughts. Hi, Lisa. Hi there, guys. How are you? Good. What what is your thought about going shopping? I I would not go yet. I'm not comfortable in crowds. Yeah. And I think until we have more testing, I'm staying put. Yep. Yep. So that's probably... I don't know. I don't think it upsets me. Other states can open. Right. And because it's not taking care of the issue right now. No. Right. I think you're absolutely right. Probably a good plan. Thank you you for calling, Lisa. When you hear the medical advisors say it's too soon. Right. You know, I listen to them. Um, Our number is 651-641-1071. So the Germazian family, you probably know that name because they are the owners of the Mall of America. They have a new project that we've talked about on this show over the last many months. It's called American Dream. And it is, you know, being called in by, you know, papers in New York and New Jersey, you know, the new mega mall. It's funny. They're sort of learning all the things and terms that we've known for many years here. Um, But originally retail was supposed to be about 45 percent of the American dream. The parts that had opened over the holidays, it was this enormous indoor ski hill and their own version of Nickelodeon Universe and things like that. But the shopping was supposed to open in March. Well, none of it opened, obviously. And now they are acknowledging that it might look quite different, that when things open up again, they're not even counting on retail. They're saying maybe it'll be 30% retail and 70% entertainment. What about 
stores that had signed leases and all of that. Well, left them if out they of them, go bankrupt, they uh, you know, there's not, I mean, I, I don't think it's a matter of let. I think it's a matter of how many of them are standing. I mean, the Gap was saying very candidly right. this week that there, many of their stores yeah, won't reopen. They're not going to open again with a lot of the stores. Um, yeah. So I think they are bracing for a very different retail landscape and thinking about American Dream, which was supposed to be this, you know, mall of the future oh, right. and kind of this big hybrid um they're thinking about it more like a big entertainment complex basically and it, focusing more totally closed right now isn't it uh yes yeah. yep it is temporarily closed um and they are looking at you know alternate uses like a trampoline park and just kind of you know you you name it you think of it and that's that's what they're they're looking for but you know they were supposed to have a lot of luxury retail opening there um a Saks Fifth Avenue mm. a um uh, you know, Lululemon, Old Navy, all of those. Yeah. So um, they are, I think they're just not sure. But I think that speaks to how a lot of malls are feeling right now. And I don't know, it's, it's going to be a while before we Have we you know. talked to anyone recently at the Mall of America? Um, funny that you say that. I actually um, was in conversations with them this week, and I expect to talk to them more this next week. So, so look for that um, at TCB Mag. But I mean, it's just it's heartbreaking, and Seriously. you know, and just the Who would the have com- ever thought of something like this, right? I mean, you couldn't and- have fathomed. But the complexities, I mean, the thing is, you know, Mall of America has always been a leader, mm-hmm. right? And and they were, you know, all about entertainment before other malls realized how critical that was going to be. And it seems like everybody I talk to does think that entertainment will come back, that people are going to be so eager to, you know, go out and, I don't know, go ride a movie? roller coaster or, you know, but but yeah. then you think about each of those things and there are, you know, scary aspects yeah. to it and lots of touch and lots yeah. of, you know, so mm. I, I don't know, but but I think they, they think that there's a better shot at the entertainment coming back and people wanting to be out Whereas the clothing stores and some of the, you know, some of the chains that we've known for years, it might be a different story. Don't you find being home, at least I do right now, you realize how much stuff you have. Yeah. And how much you don't need. Yeah. You know, I I mean, it's just kind of an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. And. Well, and there are a lot of people, and we've been talking about, I mean, the fashion industry is an enormous offender when it comes right. to um, environmental issues. And if this crisis slows down that crisis, not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like when you look and, and they show photographs or, or videos of Los Angeles and places where the pollution is right. so much, it, it's right. been cleaned up and it looks so good. Kim is on the line with a comment about malls. Hi, Kim. What do you think? Hi. See, I am desperate for stores to open back up because I'm mom of mm-hmm. two daughters yep. that are 5'9 and 5'10, oh. size 2 and size 6. Ah. Uh, um, you want to be able yeah, to shop? Yeah, I can't. I can't go to Target and grab them a pair of pants. Right, to right. Put on. Some, I'm 
something to be said for that. Thanks, thanks for the comment, Kim. We've got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. We're going to help you with some organizing tips. We're oh, going to Marie Kondo your life. That's next on Shop Girls. Thanks for calling, Kim. And thanks to everyone for listening. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, mom, get ready to fall right over because okay. yesterday, my 15 year old total slob, and I say yes. that in, in really the truest sense, you say, yes, it I say it with love and with a lot of anxiety, he was rolling his t shirts. We've reached the point in the pandemic where messy teenagers are rolling t shirts. And I thought oh. to myself, I wonder how Michelle. Michelle Vig is doing right now, <laughs> our very own local version of Marie Kondo. She's got a business called Neat Little Nest, and I thought we could all use a few organizing tips while stuck at home. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Allie. Hi, Harmony. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. Good. Well, thanks for, for joining us, Michelle. I'm really curious. I mean, we've talked so much, all of us, um, in over the last several weeks about, well, might as well clean another closet. How, first of all, how are, how is business for you? Are you getting a lot of calls and requests? Well, we're not able to be helping people in their homes right now. So our client work that we, we had put it on hold. So we have clients that we will finish up when it's time to do that. And, New clients, we're you know putting on hold until we can safely sure. help them. But but I'm guessing they want your advice, right? And that's why we yeah, wanted to talk right. to you today. Yeah. So I have a lot of a lot of inquiries from my Instagram feed for sure, and I've been putting out more blog posts than usual because there is a lot of interest in um, organization for sure. Right. And and we should just tell people, we'll, we'll put a link to Neat Little Nest on the Shop Girls page, but you, Michelle, are, are one of the very few who've actually taken a class in the, the Marie Kondo method. Am I getting that right? Yeah. Yes, okay. you, you I remember right. when we had you on the show right after that. That's right. Yep. So what would you say right now? I mean, because I am one of those people, Michelle, who has cleaned zero closets since all of this started. And I'm starting to feel really bad about the fact that I've been at home and I haven't (laughs) done this. I'm just kind of overwhelmed. I don't know where to begin. What should we do? Well, I want to say two things, because you're not the first person to tell me that you're feeling overwhelmed and you feel this unnecessary pressure to organize during the quarantine and yep. the, you know during this pandemic and my advice to that is take the pressure off there's no reason there's a lot of stuff that people are stressed out about this at this time so if it's too much i say you know be kind to yourself and really consider um smaller projects if you want to do them you know don't i hear a lot of moms on my instagram feed who are telling me I feel this pressure to declutter my whole entire home. Mm. And I'm saying, you know, please take the pressure off. There's enough pressure. We're having our kids learning from home. So we're organizing learning spaces, working from home, organizing workspaces. So you probably have organized some things in your house, not Mm -hmm. even thinking about it. Right. Um, Okay. But if I was going to just, you know, tiptoe in, I've heard it's supposed to (laughs) rain tomorrow and, you know, I'm I'm getting, (laughs) getting my work in order and thinking, okay, I'm going to take on something. Where, where would you begin? What, what's the best room to start? What do you tell people? I really like people starting with their clothes and their closet for two reasons. One, it is a project you can put, you know, make into smaller pieces if you want. So you could say, I'm just going to declutter and organize my hanging clothes. I'm just going to declutter and organize my dresser drawers. So you can take a bigger project of 
all my clothes and my shoes and my accessories and get it to just a piece of it. So I say I like people starting with their clothes because they go in there every day. It's really a start to their day. So that's my my advice is start with your clothes. I was afraid you were going to say that. I don't want to start with my clothes, but, but okay, yeah, I will. I will. Here's the thing. I have want to start um, with- a shelf in a closet in our bedroom hallway that I consider my cosmetics shelf. And it's, you know, everything extra, you know, like if I've bought an extra moisturizer or I've gotten samples and all, and it's all in there. And every time I go to get something, everything falls. It's a complete <laughs> disaster. My husband yells at me. And every day I open that closet and I say, okay, you know, we've got to at least do this. And he'll, he'll help me even. And then I go and turn the television on. How do I get out of that? I would say set a timer. I tell my clients if you're, I call it focus 15s. Put your timer for 15 minutes and just say, I'm going to work on this for 15 minutes. Get in there, pull the stuff out, put like things together. And if your timer is off and you're not finished, you can be finished. But most likely your momentum is going to have you take you all the way to the end. Oh, I like that. I think, you know what, Michelle, I think you are right about that. I think it's it's once you actually start, you do keep going. It's getting started that's so hard. Michelle, are you still, I mean, are you, how are you feeling about all the condo method, um, you know, things right now? I mean, is this, is sparking joy as relevant right now as it's always been? Are you still a fan of rolling clothing and things like that? Talk about the, the condo method a little bit. Yes. So I use the Marie Kondo method for decluttering as well as some other, you know, it depends on my clients. Not everyone, it doesn't work for everyone. So I've added for them. If joy is just a little bit too um, broad for you and you can't figure out how to make a decision based on joy alone, I've said add service in. So joy and service. So if it doesn't bring you joy, but it brings, you know, it's a really purposeful and it brings you a lot of service, that can Mm -hmm. be something you keep. Well, that's good to know. But as far as organizing, which is a little bit, you know, which is the second phase, once you've decluttered, it's really organizing. And I think they go hand in glove. But right now, people are looking for some of those small projects, just like Harmony, you're talking about with your linen closet. Other ones like that, things for the kitchen are really a good thing to try at this time because there's a lot of people doing a lot of baking and cooking in the kitchen. So even small projects like under the kitchen sink, the spice, the spices, you know, you don't have to do the entire kitchen. You can take small pieces of it 15, 30 minutes at a time and just do what you can do. And doesn't, doesn't everybody have a drawer probably in the kitchen that is their junk drawer that literally, I mean, I bet Michelle doesn't. Oh, <laughs> tell us the truth. I don't. Um, oh, I have a drawer darn it. <laughs> but here's my, here's why, here's why. And I'll tell you why. I've just changed my perspective. I don't call it a junk drawer. I call it a drawer that has small things I use a lot. Oh, okay. Oh, I have so okay, many. Of and those. they all have, and they have all they. All, but everything inside the drawer has a home, so I know where to find it. It it is it does it has a drawer with a lot of, you know, I will call it potentially random items, but they're random items that we know we need to use a lot, and they're right. always in the same spot. So, yes, I think everybody has a drawer in their kitchen that has multiple items in it that yeah. are for use. And my advice is just really look at it and determine, am I putting it in here because it lives here or just because I don't have a home for it and I'm kind of just shoving it in? Well, Because so- if you're shoving, that's a sign for 
it probably doesn't have a hull. Right. Okay, so then, Michelle, what do you do? Do you just toss those things? Well, a lot of times I do, yes. If I have, um, you know, the little, the, the tiny little thing that comes off a bread bag, I will just... The twister, you mean? Yeah, I'll just oh. throw it away. I won't keep, you know, hundreds of those oh. or ten, you know, ten rubber bands. I don't, I'll keep, there'll be, there'll be some, but if... If we have enough, we have enough. Yeah. Just, okay, Michelle, you know. what about the soy sauce packets that you get whenever you do takeout? I throw those. I don't keep those. <gasps> See, look how good I am. I throw wow. those too. You keep those, Allie? I keep some. <laughs> soy sauce think, isn't even good for you. I know, but I just always think there might be a need at some point. What about, <laughs> Michelle, what's your what's your coupon system? And I'll, the thing that gets me in the kitchen is all the paper stuff, which piles up. And that's yeah. still happening even now. Yeah, I really suggest for people to, to streamline their paper in two ways in the kitchen. One is, if you can get it into larger categories like needs attention and to file rather than feeling this pressure to have this the ultimate guide to organize my papers in the kitchen we're just talking about hold on a second you got all this mail coming in i want you to when it comes in get it taken care of either recycled in the garbage or if you need if it needs your attention i want you to just put it in and usually what i use is a magazine file put it in the magazine file and then once a week, you can sit down and look through that and, you know, add things to your to-do list from that area or, you know, and get them done at that time. Otherwise, you're going to have a ton of papers, you know, constantly on your flat surface. Yeah. Totally. And Michelle, I'm finding, and I'm guessing a lot of other parents with school-age children are feeling the same way, there is suddenly schoolwork everywhere. Oh, sure. The dining room table has it's been taken school. over yeah. <laughs> by one child. Another one has decided that a, a certain counter that we have in the family room <laughs> is his place to just spread out all of his books and homework. How do we, how do we keep that organized? Oh, that is such a great question. And it, it's one of the things I recommend is give them an opportunity to make it mobile. So my husband is working from home. My kids are schooling from home. They just have, it's not fancy. I just got a bin, you know, it's like a, my husband has a magazine file and his, at the end of the day, he takes his papers and just puts it in the magazine file and he's able to get it off the table. Same with the kids. I had an extra plastic container that they can pull out when they need it and they can spread out when they're doing their learning. But, you know, because our home is not, doesn't allow us to have each child to have their own office space. Right. They have to just be mobile. And then they put it in that. I don't care if they throw it in the bin, but they put it in the bin and it comes out of the space, out of the kitchen table when we're having dinner. I love that, that idea. Sense. That It's good yep. because it is. It's just everybody is using the spaces so differently right now. And it does get a little overwhelming. Yes. And the one of the other things that I recommend, and again, I there's two things I recommend for families. One I've talked about, which is that focused 15, I really recommend this for parents to kind of call it like, you know, when you're in your kitchen and things you look around as a parent and you're like, oh, my God, this is just a little bit out of control. Mm-hmm. Just call a focus 15. Hey, kids, it's out of control. We're going to set the timer for 15 minutes. We're all going to put our stuff where it belongs. It really can help, with, especially with so many people at the house. And then I also recommend once a week. You can choose your day. We choose a day on the weekend, and it's called the weekly reset. And that is simply everyone hands on deck, 
our family, it takes about 30, 40 minutes, not anything more. Um, and everything that's not in its spot in the house goes back to its home. Mm. And that's it. It's just something we do every week. I to kind love of it. A weekly reset and the Focus 15. We are implementing those at my house I today. I bet you are. Michelle Vig, <laughs> thank you so much. M- Michelle is the, the founder of Neat Little Nest. When all of this is over, you can have her come to your space and help you organize. Yeah. Until then, such great advice. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Stay well. Thank you so much. We'll be right back with more Shop Girls after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. I have renewed energy to get organized. See, it's going to be I a new too. week at my house, mother. Well, I do too, sitting here. Yes. But the question is when I actually get back in my house. Yeah. Well, you're going to do way? it. And here's why. Um, we, if you're just tuning in, we just got off the phone with Michelle Vig of Neat Little Nest. She's an organizer, professional organizer, trained in the condo method. Um, but she has a blog post that I was just reading that has some of the highlights of things we just talked about. Of course, you'll be able to listen to a podcast of our show later or past episodes if you've missed them. But she explains her weekly reset that she advises where you don't have to feel overwhelmed and like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to spend all day tomorrow cleaning my house. But you just set this very defined period of time and everybody all hands on deck, whether it's just your hands or all the people who live with you um, and you get it done. So I'm going to share this and it's a. Uh, we'll, we'll put a link on the Shop Girls page at mytuck1071.com. Are you finding with um, having two children at home at all times, are you finding that they are, I, maybe obedient isn't the right word, but are they a little bit more obedient or a little bit more willing to do things that you ask them to do? Um, I would say they are becoming a little bit more aware, although we still need many, many, many reminders. But, you know, like, for example, I mean, we're I mean, I feel like I'm running my dishwasher constantly. And every time I turn around, I'm out of glasses. And I'm like, I don't understand where all the glasses. But it's like everything we're eating, everything we're drinking, it's all happening at home. Right. So I have said to them, I don't want to see any plates left on my kitchen counter. Right. There is no reason for it. You are able to put them in the dishwasher or I rinse still go them. I that with my husband. Yeah, so. no, but I'm like, that yeah. is just done. I don't, I don't want to have to talk about this again. Yeah. And I feel like they are finally aware. I mean, how many weeks in are we <laughs> where they are like, oh, wait, I did, you know, and then yeah. they'll run and do it. Um, actual like cleaning and scrubbing that has to be, you know, ordered. But like we've given tasks like my 12 year old is in charge of wiping down um doorknobs oh and yeah. he knows and he's got you know clorox wipes and i, I mean i have to remind him to go right. do it but but, do it. but also just giving them more tasks that yeah. maybe sometimes it's just i'm guilty of oh it's just faster for me to do it myself I know, and yet you really and so i'm really trying capable. yeah i'm yeah. really trying not to do that but michelle has this really great weekly reset list and i love the fast 15 idea too where yeah. so that a project doesn't feel overwhelming so Except great advice time. um but it is that time it is, it is that time where we take a look at some trends analyze them from our angle and say whose look is it anyway if she's wearing that outfit it's time for the shop girls to ask can i ask you something whose look is it anyway What have you got? What are what are well, we still? What are we looking I, I at? I think we have to look at Bella Hadid. 
because first of all, it's just an interesting take on the times. Um, you know, we we talked last week, I think, about all of these fashion shoots that are being done for magazines from home because, you know, they have no other way to do it. But now we've moved into campaigns. And Jackamus, who which we have talked about before because he makes that tiny, tiny little handbag and has done some other, you know, kind of different things. So for his spring 2020 campaign, he's got a series that features Bella Hadid. And the images were shot completely on FaceTime. A photographer and a creative director worked to do this. But aside from them, and they obviously were distant, um, they were not with Bella Hadid. Mm -hmm. There were no stylists, no hair, makeup people. Hadid did this on an iPhone. But I was trying to understand, was the photographer like giving her advice, like saying, I want you to lean down. I want you to position. Is that how it went? I would guess I was not there. No, but I was just trying. The story was confusing to me because it said she was alone, but then it named the photographer. And so I was like, were these his concepts and ideas? And he just sort of walked her through how he wanted her. I would guess that they probably worked together on where they should do them. Interesting. Because Um, I know I spend a lot of time in my house with my rear kind of like backed up against a door, leaning Leaning half down do you, yeah. and, you know, posing about, suggestively. Do do That's any, an everyday okay. What about, do you ever do the naked pose with the big handbag in front of you as you're sitting there with your knees up? Naked except for a big handbag. You know, that's more of an occasion. (laughs) Yeah. And I also like, she also wore a uh, striped um, cropped sweater. Very cropped. I I don't even know what to say. Okay. Well, I'll know what to, I know what to say because you sent me this article. I am doing my show prep last night in the comfort Uh of my home on a couch. Uh Guess who suddenly appears when I'm looking at Bella Hadid in her barely there crop top, which barely even covers. It barely covered the top of her boot. Right. Certainly didn't cover the bottom. Who showed up? Oh, all of the boys. All 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 of them. All the ones I live with. They just kind of just just, all of a sudden they were there. Oh, they're right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Well, anyway, um, there. Yes, there were many things, but the 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 photographs were really incredibly good, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of ingenious that they that they did this this way. Yeah. But then on another note, something that we can all relate to, I saw that Target has this great-looking um, scoop-neck bralette for 10 bucks. It's by Colsey, C-O-L-S-I-E. What I, it, you know, the whole tie-dye trend that's out there, this is a tie-dye bralette. Hmm. And actually, you've got to check because they sell them out apparently as fast as they come in. Mm-hmm. But they come in, like, green and, you know, some other colors, too. And, you know, I think they'd be good for exercising or just wearing them because they're a lot more comfortable than exercising in a bralette. Oh, for me, that'd be underneath. Underneath. I guess. I mean, I I guess you like to really a little more. I like a little more support and I don't. And I'm looking any. Yeah. Well, whatever. Anyway. All right. Anyway, the tie dye trend hits your lingerie drawer. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Um, And then the other thing that that. Uh, is coming back. We've talked about the cardigan sweater sets. Yeah, sweater sets. They were on the runways before everything stopped, mm-hmm. um, and they kind of have that you know look that people that kind of nostalgic look. I guess mm-hmm. that they said the Golden Girls kind of uh, started. Yeah, and they've been showing up in a lot of the for under hundred dollars at Zara and Mango, and a lot of other places. Um, 
Haley Bieber has been wearing them. Hmm. If Haley Bieber wears them. You don't like sweater sets? Um, I don't know. I just feel like I did that. I don't know that I need to do it again. It's it's Maybe. very yeah. It seems very traditional. Do, do you find yourself looking at your clothes though and thinking like what what things are you excited to put on again? And what well, things could you like be fine if the, you never put well, on again? Oh, probably ninety percent. But the the majority that I have at least on hand upstairs, not in the cedar closets downstairs, are winter things, and so I don't want any of them right now. Right. I'm kind of looking forward to summer, but Okay, we promised you some Vogue and Anna Winter dirt. We'll get to that. We'll take your questions. Get ready to give us a call at 651-641-1071. Another hour of Shop Girls is coming up next after the news.